Hi, I'm April Adams Pertwee. I'm your host of the Inside Story podcast. I've been telling people stories my entire adult life as a broadcast journalist, video producer, and digital storyteller. These days, you can find me at Light Beamers, where I'm building a community of women who are ready to step into their brave by sharing their story with the world. On the Inside Story podcast, I'm bringing you some of the best stories I'm discovering from both the women inside of my community, as well as from around the streets of the internet. Plus, I'm digging deep to share some of my own stories with you along the way. My hope is that these stories will help encourage you to examine your own story so that you can share it with other people. I have a motto at Light Beamers. When we share our stories, we shine a light. So with that in mind, let's get down to business today and share the light found in this episode. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to the Inside Story podcast. I'm your host, April Adams Pertwee. And let me just ask you a quick question. (laughs) Do you ever get tired, sick and tired? of social media? Does it ever feel like major drag? Whether you're using it as a consumer or you're trying to use it as a content creator to share your work in the world, do you ever just feel like, what in the world? I don't want to do it anymore. I mean, I don't know about you, but I definitely have those days where I feel that way. And I know that the guests that I have today, I specifically brought on because of Just the way that he has been able to, I love, I really thought about this beforehand. I want to use the word methodically and meticulously really goes after um, really primarily one platform and stays there. You know, he dabbles in other places. You're certainly going to find him in other places, but if you go to LinkedIn, you're going to find my friend, Scott Aaron. And I can't believe that this is actually the first time I've had you on the show, Scott, because we've been friends now for a while. We've done a lot of different collaborations. You and I love to get on uh, Zooms and, you know, riff and talk oh, and if brainstorm. People We're heard just the, like, you're like my brother. People I love the it. Pre-show, if they could have heard. I know. <laughs> before we hit we record. Oh, the man, pre-show. that could have been a whole episode itself. It really could have. <laughs> we'll bring you back to talk about that discussion because it was a it was a fiery one. But. You know, listen, it is exciting to have you here um, to talk about, you know, this question of of social media, how to embrace it, how to use utilize it the smart way, not the scammy, spammy way, how to truly engage and build relationships on social media. This is something you're really, really good at. And, you know, how you've been able to truly put those blinders on and not get sucked into all the shiny objects that are out there and all the many different platforms that are available to us. And you have truly gone all in on LinkedIn. And you actually are the main reason why I resuscitated my LinkedIn account. You know, when I met you and I learned about your work, you convinced me, you know, that I could actually get back on that platform and and have a space there. Now, I don't have near the space that you have on LinkedIn, because like I said, you are methodical, you are meticulous, you are relentless, and you're just, you have those blinders on. But I know that whether it's LinkedIn, and I know we'll talk a lot about LinkedIn today, but whether it's LinkedIn or someone chooses Instagram or Facebook or YouTube, whatever it is, podcasting, which of course you do as well. I want to talk today about helping people really navigate the landscape of social media so that it can really truly work for them. Yeah. All right. You game? Game. Let's do it. All right. Well, let me give you a proper intro for those that don't really know you. 
um, Scott has a, a, a vast background and started out in fitness and in network marketing and really is one of the, uh, the top leading coaches on LinkedIn, as well as just, you know, coaching others around business development and growing their business. He and his wife, Nancy, um, are founders of their business. You have, what's the name of your mastermind? The, uh, experts, the expert authority? Authority, expert authority, experts Authority? Experts Authority Mastermind. Um, you have lots, you have a membership, you have lots of things. You're a speaker, you're an author. Um, you are a top podcast host. Your your podcast is one of the top, I don't know what top 1%, 5%. I mean, it's, it's top, it's, top, it's, top. Yeah. It's, it's pretty it's, good. It's, it's there, <laughs> I know that. Yeah. Thank you. Um, and so anyway, you bring a lot to the table as I, you know, that's just, there's so much more that you do, but you've got your hands and, in, in things that, you know, you have a lot of experience in, but how did you decide with, you know, coming from network marketing, coming from the fitness world, having some building a business, learning all the things, even starting to podcast, you've been podcasting now for like four or five years. Um, how did you decide that you were going to go all in. How did you navigate the social media platforms yourself and decide to go all in on LinkedIn? Well, I think for me, uh, I've always been a, I mean, you know this about me. I'm a human connection type of person. I, I love people. Mm -hmm. I love connecting with people. I'm also a problem solver. So mm -hmm. I love getting people results. And that goes back to my you know, early days in the, in the you know, mid to late 90s when I started personal training it felt good to get people results when, you know, someone would lose inches or lose weight or gain muscle like that, that was fulfilling to me. And I just basically transferred that over to the business side of things when, you know, people have a successful launch or they, you know, they've made extra money or they launched their podcast, they wrote their book, wh whatever it is, like that feels really good to me. So when I was getting into the online space and I, I got on to Facebook and I think 2008 or 2009, mm -hmm. um, you know, just for social purposes. Um, similarly, you know, obviously Instagram and, and then LinkedIn and YouTube and everything else. But how LinkedIn kind of started to, I would say, lead the pack as far as what I was going to be doing social media wise, I was really pivoting from being a brick and mortar business owner to an online consultant coach uh, business owner. I was looking to really grow the online space of things, taking things from, you know, offline to online. Mm -hmm. And for me, I was thinking about if I was going to up-level myself, my community, my clientele, the people that were going to invest with me, where would I make those business-minded connections? And I quickly realized it wasn't going to be Facebook because uh -huh. everybody that I was connected to, I either went to college with, high school, grew up with, overnight camp, whatever it was. Um, and Instagram, I mean, you don't really know anyone. On Instagram. You don't know anybody on Instagram. Yeah. So that's when I said, you know what, let me really dig into LinkedIn because I, I'd always been a networker. So, uh, even before I was utilizing social media, um, I, I did BNI, I was, uh, a chapter president for, for two terms. Um, I really loved, um, you know, leading the way and, you know, inspiring people and, and motivating people. And just, I've always been that driven type of individual. So when I started doing the online networking, I mean, it was, I mean, it was an open, open field of just endless possibilities. Still is. I mean, still is, yeah. this is going back to, this is 11 years ago and it's still the same. People are still not, you are still uh, 
LinkedIn at all. Like, I mean, people are still not really leveraging the platform. Well, just like I was when I, you know, when I met you and came to you and I, I, you know, I became a client of yours because I was grossly, I wasn't even grossly underutilizing it. I wasn't utilizing it at all. You know, it was just like a placeholder that I had my name and a little bit of information about me and a little bit of work history. That's all. That's all I had. I wasn't even working on networking and, and adding connections at that point, you know? If, you know, Andy Cressadinha, who's an incredible, um, he's in, he does website building SEO. He's a three-time Inc 5,000 business owner. I mean, he's, he's incredible. He's in Chicago. Uh, Nancy and I interviewed him a, a few months back. Uh, we connected on LinkedIn immediately said, yeah, let's connect. Let's hop into a podcast. Um, he says, if you're not making friends in business, you're not in business at all. Yeah. And that really resonated with me because you know, Nancy and I are just looking to continue to, you know, become friends with as many people as possible in the sense of, you know, it's not what's in it for me. It's what's in it for both of us. Meaning, you know, I, I want to scratch the backs of others so they'll scratch mine. And I think if people start shifting away from the uh, the monotonous marketing and sales tactics that a lot of people are being taught and you focus more on collaboration you focus more on connection. You focus on growing that online Rolodex of business allies. The The best source of business mm. for any business owner is referrals. That is the, Absolutely. the best source. So where can you go to create as many business allies as possible? And that's when I started really leaning on LinkedIn. Yes, you can generate tons of leads. You can generate tons of sales. But a lot of that is predicated on the relationships that you're willing mm. to build and take the time to do so. And that's the traction that I started getting on LinkedIn and then obviously continue to get and now obviously continue to teach. And that's just it is, you know, I always my saying with, you know, my clients and women in my community is that if you are if if like social media feels like a drag to you. If you are frustrated, if you, it just, you know, you're feeling pain around like even opening the apps, you're really using it wrong. You know, when I open my accounts, my LinkedIn or my Facebook, cause that's where my community is. Yeah. I get excited. Like who's, who's there that I get, you know, who, who's reached out to me? Who, who's, who's going to be showing up that I could, you know, maybe I haven't talked to in a while. And um, I think the difference is, is really understanding that there are real humans on the other side of those profiles. And instead of just thinking of them as, well, and first of all, stop following people that are totally a drag, right? Like yeah. don't surround yourself. Don't follow people that are, you know, trolls and, you know, you jerks and like they're, you know, their content's driving you crazy. Oh, the, that would the be the un- first thing the, to do. April, the unfollow button is my favorite favorite. Button on social media yeah it's because again you don't have to like defriend them just unfollow them and you'll never yeah. see their stuff ever you'll never again. see their stuff again ever, exactly ever 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 so let me say one one quick thing a simple mindset shift you can do for anyone listening or watching this mm-hmm. that that resonates with what april just said where you know you loathe having <laughs> to log on to social media every single day here's the one thing that you can do mindset shift wise that will change everything for you you have no idea how much money you are saving by utilizing these free platforms. You are saving. Do you understand mm-hmm. how much 
marketing dollars as a business owner, you would actually have to pay if there was no social media. You would be spending ten to $15,000 every month on that billboard on the side of the highway or those postcards being dropped in the mailbox or those mailers being stuffed in the, the door handles of people's houses that you don't have to anymore because Instagram is free. Facebook is free. TikTok is free. YouTube is free. LinkedIn is free. All of it is free. So when you shift your mindset to the fact that this is free marketing, this is free brand building, this is free lead gen, you look forward to going onto those platforms because it's not costing you a dime. Yes, it's costing you some time, but that's the sweat equity that goes into any business if you want the ROI back. So Nancy always talks about that growing a business is a contact sport. So you <laughs> have to contact people and you have to put yourself out there. And the fact that social media costs zero dollars, you don't have to run Facebook ads if you don't want to. You don't nope, have to I run don't. YouTube, Instagram, or LinkedIn ads. We don't either. It's completely free. Mm -hmm. so when you start shifting your mindset and realizing this marketing tool, this sales tool, this lead gen tool that's called social media doesn't cost a dime, you're actually saving yourself money by using them. Well, and just going even deeper than the money, which I think that is so that everything you just said, like mic drop. You know, I always say that it's a free open source platform. You know, I came from a media background, right? I've been in the, I've worked in the media. I've been in the media. And I've had people pay thousands and thousands of thousands of dollars to have me produce something for them, for them to share on their media. Um, and, and to me, that was always the thing, like same as you, when I got online and I started deciding to go from offline to online and I started building light beamers you know, I didn't, I didn't know digital marketing. I didn't have any of, I didn't know how to build a funnel. I didn't even, I didn't know what Kajabi was. I, <laughs> I did not know anything, but what I immediately saw was, oh my gosh, I can get online and talk yeah. to people. I can talk to people that live in a different country, that live in a different state. They do not live where I live at the time. Um, that I don't even have to have an introduction to them. I can just introduce myself, right? Like I don't have to have a door open for me. I don't have to wait for an introduction or a referral or anything. I can just go literally network, right? Like literally start building connections and they're just people. Yeah. And the, I, I got that immediately. Day one, when I really saw social media for the opportunity that it was because it was that free media source, open source platform, just like you said, I was like, game on all day long. But if we go a little bit deeper, right? I love the point about saving so much money. But I think what a lot, at least what I hear a lot of people struggle with is this idea that putting themselves out there and putting content out there, you know, opens you up for potential criticism and judgment or whatever. And they're missing, in my mind, they're missing what is what you're actually open your up yourself up to, which is right. the opportunities to actually connect with people, real people who aren't going to judge you, who aren't going to shame you. They're just real people. Like I met you online. I literally met you online, and I just count you as one of my greatest online friends that I have found. You know, so 
um, how, how would that have happened if I was worried about putting something out there that this dude, Scott Aaron might judge me over, right? Well, first the feeling is mutual. So I, I really honor our friendship and, you know, every time we connect, it's, there's always something great that comes from it. And so the, the other thing that, that people need to realize is people focus too much on the few negative people that may mm -hmm. shoot arrows at you rather than the many that love and appreciate everything that you're doing. Yeah. And something that I always go back to, it's something that Les Brown says, he says, uh, the thoughts and opinions of others do not have become who you are. So I think that to your point, that is a huge hurdle that the new online person has to overcome, you sure. know, putting, putting myself out there, right. Uh, being vulnerable, you know, really sharing myself. I just gave a keynote out in uh, San Francisco uh, earlier this week. I was doing a private training for a company and it was a you know private LinkedIn workshop, and I I got to the point where I was talking about the content that need, they need to create, mm -hmm. and how video is yep. the most powerful means of content that you can create. And no matter how many talks I do, and I've done I think ten trainings for this this company, every time I get to that point of my talk, everyone's faces literally you can just it just screams cringe and yeah. they just want to put their tail between their legs and oh my god the anxiety starts to bubble over they're feeling overwhelmed i have to show up on camera mm -hmm. I, I i have to talk to people that way well here's the thing anything that we do that's uncomfortable that we really lean into it's preparing us for some sort of positive growth in in, in the journey that we're on and when people realize that everyone has a the same starting point. Everyone starts at zero, right? Everyone has the first post. Everyone has the first video. Everyone has the first poll. Everyone has the first podcast episode. It, it's just funny how people forget that the people that they are inspired by and looking mm -hmm. up to were in, were in their exact place at some point in their business journey. Absolutely. So You've done a few hundred podcast episodes. I've done a few hundred podcast episodes. We didn't go from zero to a few hundred. We nope. started at number one and then number two and then number three. And you know what? Was it a little bit rough in the beginning? Was there a learning curve? hundred percent. There's a, yeah. a learning curve in everything. But when people can start to realize that if you really lean into the uncomfortableness and really allow yourself to be vulnerable, because I would say one of the greatest characteristic traits that a human can possess is the feeling of uh, allowing yourself to be vulnerable because people appreciate vulnerability because totally that's the storytelling piece right like just be real well Tell vulnerability people... is the bridge to relatability so yes. if you want to be relatable you have to be vulnerable first because the vulnerability side of storytelling is creating a connection point, lowering that drawbridge to the relatability. So when you're being vulnerable, you're sharing a story, you're telling people about your journey. Now that that drawbridge of relatability is actually lowered where the person's like, oh my God, they're speaking right to me. I totally understand <laughs> what they're saying because I've been there or I want to get past that same point that they're sharing. They were. So when you realize as the, as the business owner, you're actually doing a disservice to people by not putting yourself out there. You're actually hurting more people than you realize because every single one of us 
has a story to tell, has a story to share, and a message to put out there. And if you're not willing to share the story, if you're not willing to share your message, and you're not willing to put yourself out there, then how do you expect to help more people? Right. And the fact that someone needs to hear that message from you, and if they don't hear it, they also are going to continue potentially with their struggles, right? You know, it might be- Or they'll go somewhere else to find it, and then you're Or they'll go somewhere else, and then you miss it all together. You miss that connection. Maybe you miss a sale, but more importantly, you might miss a connection, you know, um, that that could be really, really valuable. You know, I was, I'm I'm curious for you, and I don't think I've ever asked you this um, privately, but I, I'm curious for my own self and also I think would be helpful for, for the listeners to hear, you know, as you've built and as you got online and as you started diving into, you know, LinkedIn and, and all the things that you do building your podcast, what, what have been, what have been one or two of your big struggles that you had to navigate and overcome in terms of what did you rub up against? You know, everyone has a thing, but like, what was a challenge that you, and we're like, holy cow, this one's a little bit harder than I thought, or I don't really know how to get over this one. Did you ever in battle, battle imposter syndrome or just any of those things that I think are pretty normal, but sometimes they don't feel normal when you're in the middle of it, right? You feel like you're the only one and someone may, may be out there feeling that today. So what were a couple of your big struggles that you had to overcome in order to just build the thriving business that you have today? Uh, comparison. Mm. It's uh it still bubbles up time to time sure. because, you know, no matter how, how much or how much little impact you're having on people's lives, you know, when you continue to grow and you put yourself out there, there's always someone that's a few steps ahead of you. Always. Yeah. yeah. And you want to be the person that's a few steps ahead of everybody else. So right. when you start to see certain people that you are connected to on social media, do certain things, you, you it's just, it's, it's the natural human instinct to do to compare yourself to others. But, you know, obviously there's ways to diffuse that. And so Nancy and I, you know, every time we feel comparison coming on, we turn the comparison into cheering people on. So yeah. um, the, the way that I've kind of reframed it is instead of comparing myself to someone else's success, cheer them on because they've proven that, that, that if they can do it, I can do it too. But in the very beginning, that was, it was really tough for me. I remember having a ton of wall kicking moments. Like, I mean, pissed off, mm-hmm. like angry because here am I, you know, I'm busting my butt, you know, I am super consistent, you know, I don't take a day off, I'm always on, I'm doing more than everybody else, but yet, you know, there's all these other people that are just crushing it. What are they doing that I'm not doing? Like what, it, what is... So then I would go down rabbit holes of, you know, trying to figure out the secret sauce or- And go buy a course, right? Go buy a course to fix your problem. So like, (laughs) what, what is it? And I, and I realized it was, it was nothing more than I was comparing my chapter five to their chapter 10. They were, they've just been in the game a little bit longer, or they, they were connected to some other people that were valuable resources that, that haven't come into my life yet. And the the entrepreneurial journey is the same for every single person there are steps that need to be taken along the way and at, at that time i was in that phase where i was you know nancy and i talk about you can't see the label from inside the jar mm-hmm. i was so embedded in my own stuff 
that I couldn't see outside of what was going on. And it wasn't until I, I removed myself, you know, instead of working in my business, I started working on my business and the, the comparison still, and to this day, it still bubbles up time to time, depending upon what I see on social media, but I, I use it as FU fuel and I use it as motivation and inspiration for a podcast episode or a training or something that that we can do better in our business that will provide us the same or different result from other people. But the imposter syndrome, that's been there too. But I would say comparison, like that was something that that really, like it really froze me for a good amount of time. And and just so everyone knows, whoever's listening or watching, whatever your struggle has been or currently is, it's it's never not going it's it's never going to go away fully it's always right. going to be there but as human beings what we learn to do is work through those situations right whether i mean it could be i mean it, it's a form of trauma there it's business trauma right yeah. and, and and what do you do to get through business trauma you 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 learn how to cope deal um acknowledge not stuff and move forward so Whenever I feel that little comparison bug, you know, rising up, I, I kind of lean into it. I'm like, why am I feeling this way? And turn that comparison into cheering on because, again, if someone's killing it, you know, Alex Hermosi took so much heat for everything that he did and all the success that he had. And, like, I don't know him, but I'm happy for him that he, you know, had that he went crushed success. It. Yeah. But then you have the haters, right? Oh, he's a scam artist. He's a spammer. You know, like those are people that live in a lack mentality. You know, the people like you and me that live in that abundant mentality, we're like, go Alex, way to go. Like, what can I learn from what he did that I can do in my own way that doesn't necessarily have to duplicate his end result, but can move the needle of my business forward. So I would say that was the biggest lesson that I learned from the whole comparison um, but it's still there. I just know how to better cope, deal, and move on from it. Ah, oh, that's so good. That's so good. Thank that's you. a, you know, that is a big one. Comparison game, seeing others that are further down the timeline, comparing yourself to their chapter 10 when you're on chapter five, really, really good. One the, thing that well, this is a... just really quickly that, that like, again, people need to know when you get on the social media, comparison is going to be there because it's going to be there. Not yeah. only are you putting yourself out there, you're seeing everybody else that's out well, there. Well, and so. guess what else? Someone else is comparing themselves to, to you. you. Yes. Right. Yes. And we don't yes. think about that. Ever. Uh, Ever. So good. So good. Ever. Um, one of the, this is not, this may, I'm just a disclaimer. Okay. <laughs> this may not be helpful for everybody, but one of the things that, it may, but it may be helpful because this is what helps me. Um, when I catch myself, you know, like, why, 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 you know, why can't I have that? Why are they doing that? Whatever. All seeing all the things that I, whatever, that I might be comparing myself to, or, you know, having that imposter syndrome, I ask myself this really simple question. Well, April, what are you going to do about it? So what now, what are you going to quit? And the answer is always no. Like, first of all, and the reason why that question works for me is because I don't have quit in me. So, but got to find, like you said, so, so what, like, what are you going to do about it? Right. And that 
little question. Like I catch myself going there and then I say, well, April, what are you going to do about it? Are you going to quit? And the answer is, you know, no, I'm just going to keep doing April. I'm just going to keep go do my thing. I'm going to, you know, head down, blinders on, keep moving. And I think, you know, that's something that you do so remarkably well. You're incredibly consistent. Thank you. Um, that's why you're a joy to connect with and follow on social media, because we can always count on you being there. You know, I can pop onto LinkedIn, LinkedIn at any day of the week and take one of your polls yeah, um, and see now. what you're talking about, you know, like what's Scott talking about. And then I can almost expect there's going to be a podcast coming out about that topic, you know, because your rhythm is pretty, it's actually not hard to figure out, you know, because you're and now I know because you've taught me your system, um, your system is actually pretty simple, you know, and that's your whole thing. Let's make networking and marketing simple. Simple. Right. That's yep. your whole, that's your whole podcast. And, um, I, don't you think though, that that is like another trap. And I know we're, we're, we're I'm, I'm mindful of the time. Cause I've yep. got to get you out of here in just a few minutes, but answer this question. Um, don't you think that that's another big trap though, is think everyone else thinking it has to be super complicated and you like, like I said, fancy funnels and all the things when it really doesn't require that. No, you know, I, I think people, it- Simplicity is key, and a lot of people feel that if it's too easy, th- there's something it must wrong. not be working. Yeah, yeah, like it's got to be more than this, and got to be harder. And to 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 your point, I'm very easy to figure out because mm-hmm. if anyone watches me on LinkedIn, you're repeatable. I I do a poll that becomes a LinkedIn Live, mm-hmm. which becomes my LinkedIn newsletter, which mm-hmm. becomes. A podcast, like it's it's the same thing. I I ask a pain point question to my audience. I get the market research. I then do a training on the pain point that was revealed. I take that and I get it repurposed and write it out into a long form piece of content like a newsletter. And now I have the framework for a podcast episode. So I hop on and I record the episode and release it that next Monday. So one topic becomes four pieces of content. So people ask me all the time, well, how do I know what to talk about? Well, there used to be one answer, but now there's two answers. <laughs> the, the the one answer used to be, you know, write down some of the known pain points of the audience that you have, of the people that you work with and ask them poll questions. Well, the second piece of that is ask ChatGPT because- <laughs> you know, I love that. <laughs> you'll, you'll, you can go on a ChatGPT, you can type in the industry that you're in, you can say, hey, can you give me- a list of the 15 biggest issues or bottlenecks that my industry deals with. And it's going to give you 15 different topics that you can bring your own voice and uh, words to, and then you can convert that into whatever types of pieces of content that you want to create. So, you know, one, one of the big things that Nancy and I say, if you don't know the answer, ask ChatGPT, even though again, <laughs> it's only up to 2022, but it starts to learn from what you input into it. So it, it learns from you can you. train, you can train your, your, your AI. Absolutely. But about the, what you're asking, the questions yeah, but that but you're the asking. But the long and the short, the, the easiest thing to do to, to create the best content is always create your content from the point of view of the person that is a few steps behind you. Mm-hmm. So really Not the ones that you're comparing yourself to forward, right? Exactly. Because to your point, you know, April said this earlier, there's people looking up to you. There's people, you know, watching you. There's people getting information from you. So speak to the pain point or the areas of struggle that your ideal network has 
and create content around that. Be a problem solver. If you position yourself across all of social media as a person of value, people will always walk towards you. If you sell and pitch all the time, mm-hmm. people will run for the hills, right? And yep. when they run for the hills, they're running towards someone else that is a person of value. Well, they will then, you know, obviously interact with them. So you don't want to push people away. You want to bring her closer to you. So if you want to think about this from the long game perspective, be a solution oriented person, be a problem solver, and you will never run out of people to talk to. Boom. There we go. Easy enough. Well, and the other thing I would say is go connect with Scott on LinkedIn and follow (laughs) and watch what he does because it's really simple and it's duplicatable and it's really, really, I mean, I've never done, I had never done a poll before until you and like, now I'll throw some polls up there once in a while and, you know, and just really follow that system. But more importantly, it's about creating that conversation, connecting with the real people that exist on the other side of those digital profiles, you know, hopping on a call with people every once in a while, making those offers to just learn more about where they are. Um, Another really great thing that you're so good at. And so, you know, I hope that today that, thank you, by the way, for everything you've shared. Um, You had really a couple of like truth bombs I wrote down as we were talking, but hopefully for the audience, you know, you guys just can start to shift. Like, like Scott said, start to shift the mindset a little bit because, you know, I always talk about sharing your story and getting it out there coupled with just you seeing this as an opportunity to connect with real people and embracing this free open source media platform that we have that you don't have to pay thousands of media dollars towards. It it, it really poses a, a tremendous opportunity for us to build deeper connections in the world going forward, which I don't know about you. I think we need more of that. We do. And we actually can cultivate that on online. Yeah. And um, I'm so glad that I got to spend some time with you today. Me Thanks too. for popping into the fun. podcast and sharing your wisdom as always. Well, it's always uh, an honor and a privilege to to be in any circle that includes you. And um, even though this is, you know, done kind of virtually, but, you know, in podcast format, Group it's still always, always great to to virtually connect and, and uh, get that virtual hug and just, you know, when, when like minds come together, you know, something beautiful always comes out on the other end. And I'm glad that we were able to do this today. Yeah, thank you. And of course, everyone check out the show notes. I'm going to link up all of Scott's channels, including his top rated podcast. Go listen to it. It's phenomenal. He has his wife on with him. Sometimes they do co-hosting. She's amazing. Just really smart people to hang out with online and connect with um, definitely in the DM. So go send Scott a message. Go get out and connect with somebody on social media today. Embrace this free media platform and go make it a great day and share your story. I'll talk to you next week. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to give it a review and share this broadcast out with your friends and family. Now, did listening to this episode make you think more about your own story? Are you wondering which parts of your own story are relevant to share with others? This is the question I get asked more than any other. How do I share my story? Which parts of my story are worth sharing with other people? How can I make my story relatable so that others can benefit from it? I've taken my simple process that I've used for years as a journalist and broken it down into a three-part storytelling formula that will help you discover the key components of your own story and how to share it. 
It's a free resource I've created to help you become a Light Beamer by sharing your story. Simply go to www.lightbeamers.com and click on the big yellow button on the homepage to download your story formula. I'd love to hear your story too. So be sure to join my free community on Facebook, the Light Beamers community, and share your story with me. I can't wait to learn more about you and the story that's inside of you. In the meantime, be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you can get notified when our next broadcast is live. You will want to stay tuned to the stories we are lining up for you next. I promise they are so good. As always, Light Beamers, I'm over here cheering for you. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.